Commencing Operation Globalization. In this episode of the podcast, the hosts review comics that may reflect what you earthlings would call politics. According to my intelligence gathering, you are more likely to discover Optimus Prime joining the Decepticons than an honest politician. Now, let us tune back into the show. Welcome to the podcast, where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Computron, you've been gone for a while. Uh, did you ever figure out what the meaning of life was? 42. That makes sense. Moving on. Is it that simple? Yes, oh. very simple. Moving very on simple. with our comic book discussion for today's episode takes us to idw transformers windblade the last city technically volume two and combiner hunters and as always spoiler warning so if you haven't read it already we highly recommend you go back read the comics then listen to the podcast now onwards both computron and myself have read the series already but this is kilobyte's first time and we are excited to hear his thoughts but before we can dive into that computron do you mind telling us some Trivia about these comics that we're reading today. Trivia, huh? Not the fact stuff? All of it. Give me oh, okay. give me the goods. I had to do it while <laughs> you were gone. It wasn't the same. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird. Uh, anyway, there are a total of... Uh, let's, let me think. There's a total of four plus Combiner Hunters. Uh, Windblade issue four was released June 24th, 2015. And issue seven, September 23rd of that same year. Combiner Hunters was released July 8th, 2015 from for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Then again, July 29th for the general public. The writer, I, forgive me if I mispronounce this, is Merig, Merigid Scott. The artist was Corin Howell and colors by Thomas Deere and John Paul Bove. Uh, for Combiner Hunters, had the same writer, but with the art by Sarah Petrie Dosher? And colors by Yamiyashi, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okay, so for trivia, in issue four, uh, Moonracer notes that Knockout has a Conjax Endora, one of the unfortunate bots not built for speed. Uh, Marahid Scott confirmed on Tumblr shortly after this that his Conjax is the IDW Generation 1 iteration of Prime Breakdown. He would make his first on-panel appearance on the next issue. Okay. Issue 5, we see Clocker mention that Ransack might be override in the next Speedia race, the Speedia 500, seen in the final episode of Cybertron Cartoon, in the race which decides the overall leader of the planet. The same race also played a similar role in Exiles. For Issue 6, upon certain Titan's death, Windblade is shown to cry over in more that meets the eye. Tailgate cries quite regularly via the effect of, you know, splashes and trails of light. Uh, the art makes Windblade's tears look a little bit more liquid than his, but presumably within the reality of the comics, it's just the same trail of light effect. 
The, for the last issue, issue seven, the Combaticons have spray painted Swindle Lives on a wall as their first act of civil disobedience in the face of the consul's formation. A reference to the counter-cultural slogan, Frodo Lives, from the 1960s and 70s. In Combiner Hunters, none of the torchbearers are actually referred to by name in the story, presumably because their names haven't been finalized at the time it was being written. A slide of the Shonata panel during the convention featuring Dustup being referred to with the preliminary name Crash Test. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, last one, last one. Uh, in the weight of RC's statement about bots being changed against their will, being perversions is lost on you, recall that per her original spotlight, she was changed against her will by Jihaxis uh, to become the female bot she is now. Although the rarity of a female Transformer has been a prominent subject in the comics for some time now, the sticky circumstances of RC's conversion hasn't really been brought up for years. Okay, so with all that being said, Mr. Kilobyte, do you mind giving us a short summary? We'll do. And like the previous comics we've covered, this one covers multiple stories, so there'll be multiple summaries. First, contact with Velocitron does not go well forcing Windblade to make some interesting moves in hopes of bringing about an alliance with the racing-obsessed Colony World. When Cybertron makes contact with the Colony World of Eucharis, they find themselves with a real beast war on their hands. That was fun. When Starscream and Windblade make contact with a long-lost colony of spacefarers, they must rely on each other to make it out alive. That one was very, very good. And finally, when RC attempts to steal the Enigma of Combination, Windblade and Chromia pursue her into the Sea of Rust, where a new combiner is born. One of my new favorites. And this week's episodes, we're giving a shout out to Vaz V, who created and designed our intro and outro music of the podcast. Thank you so, so much. You are the best. Please give them a follow on their Twitter at VazV, which is V-A-S-S-V-E-E. And you are awesome. Rock on. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Shall we get started? Standing. <laughs> he said the thing. He said it. He's back. We jump in with Windblade meeting and greeting bots from other colonies, such as Velocitron. And I see a knockout. <laughs> I like how Velocitron has quote-unquote, solved all their problems and don't need Cybertron. What, yeah. are your, what were your thoughts on that interaction to begin with? A bit of stubborn people, aren't they? Well, yeah. they had priorities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of I, things to go around on. You know, round and round and round, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop. <laughs> Got to make another right turn. Mm -hmm. Is there a left turn? Not if you're doing it wrong. Thoughts on the bar scene when Windblade <laughs> takes Knockout and Moonracer to the Not the End of the World Party Part 4. I really liked it. I really liked the the pictures on the wall uh, that uh, Blur has been kind of like what kind of like what the humans do with the celebrities if they visit their establishment. I really like those. And I really like the interaction with Knockout and Blur, kind of like comparing to see who's faster. <laughs> yeah, at one point I think it calls them fat. Yeah, I do. Like, uh, oh I do think, uh, I, I do think like it, the whole party was interesting in the sense where is that slug that's on the tape on the bar while Blur's like pouring him a drink? Yep, yep. And 
like he's just saying, "I love you guys." <laughs> From Dinobot, he might be a little intoxicated, but it's hard yeah. to tell. <laughs> yeah, I really like the. Uh, I think it's Farlight and Firestalker, and they're like at the bar. Seems like they're having like a date because they're like, "No, you're cuter." <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Yeah. You can see a lot of the intermingling with Decepticons and the Kaminoans. Yeah, uh, you can see like it was just really interesting to me. Like uh, at the part, like you, you see the banner and like you know this, you see the sticky notes. But if you look to the top left of the banner, uh, there's like a bunch of like photos of bots, and there's like Optimus. I think that's Jazz, and like one of the panels says, "That's just Prime." Yeah, I saw that. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Computron, do you mind telling us about Velocitron, their Titan Navitus, and how their society works? Is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? I kept calling it Navitas, like Felice Navitas or something. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I could be, I could definitely be wrong. I will admit that this only one time. So, Velocitron's a racing world. You got to go fast. You gotta be. You gotta be fast. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they yeah. need someone blue that can move real quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait. exactly. You're too slow. Anyway, uh, Navitas is an interesting Titan in the sense of they're on its rotation. If the part of the planet that touches the sun is essentially disintegrated into flames, so Navitas, their Titan that they live on, uh, is this this giant Titan that essentially is on wheels and can't stop. And he's got to beat the sun. So he's constantly stressed and running and got to go, got to go, got to keep going. Uh, and their society and I guess how they work is this. This is the one. This is the society where if you participate in the big race, you essentially become ruler of the society, right? You get to ha- cast a vote and the ruler can grant you oh, right. a wish, essentially. Yeah. 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 But it depends on the race because there's... Yeah. There's the one that we see take place here, but then there's one that determines who the next ruler is if you win. Yes, yes, yes. And so everything about this planet is essentially uh, you, you got to race and you got to be fast if you want to be somebody big and important. Yep. I don't know how they've managed to survive all this time. but Which makes me think I should probably start going to do some cardio, but... <laughs> oh, well. I think they'll let a combiner participate. Because you, you have more parts. Well, he could just participate six different times. Here's a here, Yeah, I was going to say, here's a quick question. Does this mean I get six votes or? Not here. Uh, oh. Kilobyte, do you mind telling us Windblade's plan for this colony? Yeah, so Windblade learns from Moonracer about a big race that's happening. And if, you know, a Cybertronium were to win, the leader would, you know, be able to grant them a the wish of, you know, possibly joining the Alliance. And so they travel to uh, Velocitron and have Blur enter the race. But this race doesn't have any rules. So why not play to their advantage? And since you have a, a Titan speaker, uh, or CD speaker, not a Titan speaker, but kind of the same, uh, you have Windblade talk to Navitas and she activates some ramps, uh, allowing Blur to win the race. And it with that, uh, having Velocitron join the Council of Worlds, which is a win-win. Ooh, win-win. I mean, that was the only rule, actually, was to win, right? Yeah, pretty much. There's no... You, they, the other bots had 
weapons and everything like that. And Blur was thinking it was just going to be like a straight race, but he was a little bit surprised. Yeah, pretty short too. But that takes us to our next colony, which is Eucaris, which operates much more differently. See, they have more of a Beast Wars theme with tribes such as the Fate Weavers, Scale, Wave, and Cloud Walkers. What are our thoughts on this planet? Cheetor! Cheetor! <laughs> That's just Prime, right? That's just <laughs> Prime. I really, I really like it. I know that they, you know, I really like the how they kind of separated the, the tribes. Uh, well, at least um, based on the names, I'm assuming it's kind of based on what type of creature they turn into. But I do like how Black Aragnia is a, a, a fate weaver, and fate weavers kind of deal in uh, seeing kind of the future so they can kind of if you ask them questions they can kind of answer some of those details of what could happen uh, i yeah, don't know if it's like a hundred percent yeah they're, they're yeah they're prophecies so i don't know if they're a hundred percent accurate but uh i really i really like that twist to to her kind of character but so far i like all the designs yeah there's a lot of nice designs in here and another design that i like both story and the art is the delegates that are pulled from Deficium. Probably saying that one wrong, but while Windblade was on Velocitron, Starscream was able to pull in a colony of his own, and they have a very interesting Titan that landed on an intense gravity binary star system, so all the bots are born in twos, so that they can help like each other combat the gravity, which I thought that was interesting and adorable. Yes, I like it. They're so cute. It's a it's a unique spin, I think. For me, it's like, um, would, do they? I forgot what they call it. Do they call it like their twin or their Conjux and Dora or? But anyway, like, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, Kilo, do you mind telling us a little bit about the Titan of Eucarius and how it met its quick end? Yes. Yeah, so the Titan of Eucarius is a giant bird-shaped transformer Titan that follows Onyx Prime's last rules and pretty much if cybertron or any cybertronian were to come to eucharist the it would take care of them because they feared a war between cybertron and the colony would happen and so uh the titan awakens once windblade and starscream cross the space bridge and windblade tries to reason with the titan but the titan is set in stone with what their last direction from onyx was and so starscream has to blow their brain module and the titan falls and that's how kind of they stopped a war of happening in the space bridge like breaking and not allowing them to go back my poor titan why why <laughs> well on that sad note let's take a quick ad break shall we we shall Every single nanosecond in the universe, a pet goes up for adoption or is left without a home. Over 9,000 of pets were rescued, but for thousands of others, help came too late. Hi, I'm Scorchfire, your friendly neighborhood prime. Would you be better than an angel for a helpless roboid or equinoid? Every day, innocent pets are left out on the street and neglected. Bork, bork. Take this poor Turbo Dog, for example, found wandering the streets of Kaon, digging through trash of a nearby recycling center, alone and afraid. But then, a savior helped this poor guy and gave him a better home. 
you too can become a savior and help others like him with a simple once a month donation of five Shanix to your nearest rescue center. Won't you be my savior? What the? Rut row. I mean, <clears throat> bork bork. Zephyr, why are you a turbo dog? Hey, I'm just here for the free snacks and scratches, okay? And we are back. Time for the last colony, the one filled with philosophers, right, Computron? Do you want to tackle this <laughs> one and tell us about this colony of smart, highly intellectuals that have no reason to fight? Oh, boy. So, <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, so these highly intelligent people are uh, interesting. Thank you. Uh, not so much intelligent. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, there you go. There you have it. Uh, so anyway, this is uh, essentially Alita One's kind of thing, which is very, very contradictory to any Alita One you've probably ever been introduced to. And uh, in the sense of the, they have like a Greek, um, like I think that's what your things call it, like like a Greek, like Spartan-like kind of uh, uh, culture. I guess is what you would call it. But in the yeah. sense of their ship is essentially constantly uh, like if you die, you die. on It's also like it's like Spartan slash pirate, because in the sense of if you die on the ship, you stay on the ship and they use yeah. your body for the ship. I get a lot of vibes. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, one movie. And Kilo, do you have any theories about their Titan? Because they used to call it Temp. But now it's called Carcer. What's going on? Theories? Yeah, Windblade says that the name Carcer was used for a different Titan than the one they're in. Yeah, uh, Metroplex so, did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Windblade connected with Metroplex and got that information. But I, I'm interested to see if they took over the Philosopher group and their Titan and kind of like merged it with their ship because they were either like running low on Energon or parts or they just needed to survive. And yeah. uh, they, uh, I don't know if they just recruited the, the ones that could fight or the strongest ones. So I don't know if they just made them kind of fight each other and the strongest survived and joined this crew. But I'm interested and I really, I really like what I, what I saw here. I'm kind of yeah. wanting to learn more. And we will get more eventually. But that is my notes for Windblade Volume 2. Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we go into Combiner Hunters? I don't like the drawing. You don't like the drawings? I don't like the art. <laughs> I've been saying this since <laughs> One Blade One, man. <laughs> I don't know. Very good storytelling. I like the cultures, but uh, the cartoony stuff is just not my jam. Overall, I really like the introduction for all the colonies that we got. So I kind of want to see more and how that develops in later issues. Yeah, I'm excited to see how everyone will interact in the end. Yes. So, moving on to Combiner Hunters. We start off with a very uneventful night, and RC is stealing the Enigma of Combination. Thoughts on RC's interaction with Chromia? And also, the title of this, Uneventful Night, nothing takes place at night. This whole thing takes place during the day. Interesting. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Oh, the irony. Yeah, I think RC could totally take on Chromia, and... I concur. Behold, lo and behold, your secret assassin... Master of Killer does, but doesn't do what I just said. You have a way with words I will never understand. You didn't assassinate or kill anybody. 
<laughs> I I I really like the the first interaction uh, where RC's like that's not even a real sword. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Shortly after, we get to meet the Torchbearers from the Kaminus, who are currently roaming the Sea of Rust on Cybertron. And I really like all of their designs. I believe they used to be a fan-created poll that Hasbro did, and they are, this is their first debut, which was also their first toy release at the San Diego Comic-Con. And I'm not, I'm not too... Uh, upset by this this is nice i like it love their colors i love yeah. them yeah yeah uh, but actually i i didn't realize i actually never knew it was a, a fan made thing yeah both windblade and the uh torque Bears were fan created bots wow okay yeah I, I like them all one of my favorites excuse me i'm gonna go shopping for torch bears right now <laughs> <laughs> Before RC is able to destroy the Enigma, Rustus dashes and activates his. Now, Rustus is the smaller one. They didn't give him names at this point, but they were created. And now we have our latest combiner, Computron. Do you mind doing me the honors and give me your thoughts and takes on this giant woman? I mean, bot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so you have a big... Uh, bot that's out of my league and by golly <laughs> I'm still gonna try but uh, you have Victorion uh, the Torchbearers combine into Victorion into this the best looking uh, combiner I've probably ever seen I'd say it trumps oh, Optimus Maximus by a lot oh, yeah. probably trumps me but you know again I'm a bit slow I will not stop trying <laughs> you like knowledge <laughs> Um, so they have this cool visor, so they have like part of their, it looks, gosh, I'm trying to, what's the word that's coming to mind? They have like a judge dread helmet almost. Oh yeah. Almost, huh? Yeah. yeah. And like they, except for the visors, like teal slash neon blue, their colors, her colors are, I think, uh, like a light blue teal mixed with some pink. Would you consider that pink? Like a red with a mint green. Uh, fuchsia. But uh, we're all saying the, the different things. The old different colors. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's a Judge Dread helmet. I'd say it's a Judge Dread visor. But on top of the helmet, you have this 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 uh, crest. I wouldn't say crest, but it looks kind of like a a uh, like a stealth bomber kind of looking crest. Oh yeah, um, a little bit. Helicopter shoulders. They have this cool looking pistol, and <laughs> I got nothing. I got none of that. Bam. Um, Pass yeah. it. I, I love Victorian. One yeah. of my favorite combiners. Definitely one of the coolest looking ones for sure. Yeah. The toy, I think, doesn't do the comics justice for this figure, unfortunately. The, I know the, I'm looking the at the comics it right now. way yeah, it's it's sad. <laughs> it's big sad. I hope they do a, a new combiner that toy that does her justice eventually. Yeah. Moving on. Eventually everyone calms down and we have a happy ending. Although we do see some of Gavatron's influences over RC in her new dislikes of Jassaults. I just want to say, everyone's design in this comic is absolutely beautiful. Yes, I love the colors they gave Windblade. The, the, the yellow with the blue. She mm -hmm. keeps her traditional red, but like the, the they added more yellow. Yellow, and blue. yellow pops for sure. Yeah, so good. They all look good. <laughs> 
right, that's it for my notes. Do you guys have anything else you would like to say? One of the coolest things I liked about, I think, the Torchbearers and Victorian was, I forgot what page it was. Anyway, it's when they were popping off of Victoria or Victorian was, uh, Victoria, Victorian was deconstructing it. And like, you can see which piece was like, which character was going to which piece kind of thing. Yeah, I like that when they yeah. do that in comics where like either they're in the background, you can see them still moving. Like the world around them is still moving. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rodstar rating. Computron, would you like to go first? Um, well, I mean, this is the comic that introduced me to my crush. Oh, uh, my Blanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a four, four, four and a half. Since okay. it's two different things, I guess, if you will. Sure, you can take the average, uh, but we won't do quarters. 4.25. Kilo? Kilo, would you like to go next? <laughs> I really enjoyed all the getting to know the new colonies and seeing Victorian and all the designs. So I'm going to give it a five. I really enjoyed five. all the stories. Right on. I'll give this one probably a four and a half. I like the stories. I'm excited to see more. The art is fantastic. Don't let anyone tell you differently. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes next. But listeners... What do you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. All right, so we don't have any emails to read for you today, but you can send us one at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Ending thoughts. Okay, um, are you two ready for Transformers 2015 holiday special? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit early to get into the holidays, but I'm ready. I don't understand Earth culture. Kilo, before we leave, you have something to say. <laughs> yes, I've started streaming on twitch.tv Earth streaming uh, website where uh, you can catch me playing some um, video games. I've been playing Transformers Battlegrounds. I just finished that. So probably I'll start uh, playing some Going Under or maybe some Bioshock. Uh, and um, I go live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because that's when the signal from Cybertron reaches Earth. But you can find me under uh, Kilobyte Prime over on Twitch. Fantastic. Computron, do you mind taking us out? Yeah. So if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course... We have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D files and access to our Discord channel. And as always, we hope you're staying safe out there. And thank you so much for listening to All Are One. To All Are One. To All Are One. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spinoff D&D series, Transform Rollout. The first season, Rise of the World Killers, is completely out now. Let us tune in for a preview now. Well, it looks like we have another partner, and I pick up the baby, and I take it with us. The baby, completely unaware of what's going on, just kind of like snuggles up against your arm and falls asleep. It makes it even worse. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Fascinating.
There's also a YouTube channel with bonus content with a link provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as several 3D files and access to their Discord. Links will be provided below. And transmission.